Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Peace and blessings, brother priest. Today is November 24, 2015, and we are here to discuss business matters pertaining to um, conducting the radio, and that will be specifically dealing with the uh, interviews. So. We have Octavon here with us. Um, missing, presently missing is Gavin and Anisha. Hopefully they will be here soon, but we're going to continue on as a plan. First thing is, um, we probably want to make this. We want to have nicknames for for people on the radio. You don't want to be in the public uh, present and go by any name that you are uh, known as because you don't want people to be stalkers and, you know, even though it's just radio, I mean, we may be doing some video stuff from time to time and you do not want people to get your uh, actual working name and look you up and show up at your house. And believe me, it will happen. If you are in media, radio, and television, one of the things you have to be mindful of is that there are a lot of people who are desperate to try to succeed in this business of music and they will do different things. I'll give you an example of my own life. When I was younger, um, I was a musician in a band, and uh, we had a funk rock band, basically, back in the day when people like Rick James, Michael Jackson, Morris Day, all those types of people were popular, so that's what we were doing is that um, funk rock. But anyway we found out that one of the Detroit Pistons was starting a production company, a recording studio, and he was looking to sign artists. We happened to know where he lived, and we showed up at his house. So <laughs> I can tell you from, from my own life experience, we actually went and knocked on this man's door. <laughs> and uh, he happened to be at the All-Star game on the All-Star weekend, we left him a cassette tape. Uh, back then, they were they were cassettes before they even had CDs. Um, but anyway, we did that, and uh, excuse me, 
the point I'm trying to make is you don't want that to happen to you. Um, his name is John Sally. John Sally is, is a wonderful brother to this day. I will always have respect for him because he was very approachable and friendly, and he's just an overall great personality. He still is, but um, you don't want that to happen to you. So my first thing that I want to say is we want to have nicknames. Now, they could be relative, uh, similar, relatively similar to your present name, uh, you know, but you don't want to have that. Shalom. Uh, Shalom. We're speaking about names right now. When we go on the radio or act in the public, we don't want to use your uh, whatever name you are known by publicly. Uh, you don't want to use that in on the radio or anything like that. And the reason is, is for safety purposes, particularly for sisters. So... <clears throat> Um, the first thing I want to say is be mindful that we want to use alternative names. Um, we don't want to create any stalkers. You know, even though we're starting off with interviews, you got to understand you will produce fans possibly or you will produce people that are just desperate to succeed in the entertainment field and they will come looking for you, so be mindful of that. Next, I would say um, we probably might want to create a name for the three of you interacting together. I mean, you don't always have to interact together, but like I was speaking about <clears throat> on um, Power 105.9, in New York, they have the uh, Breakfast Club. And the three of them are known as that. And, um, you know, that might be a good idea to have a name of that sort. Next issue is, so that's up to you all how to, how to work that out. Next issue is we need to delegate um responsibilities of who will handle what in in doing this. So number one, we need someone to take the lead. Um the, between the three of you, you all gotta sit down and decide whom you feel would be best qualified to take the lead. And that is really speaking on conducting interviews. Now, I'm going to compare it again to the Breakfast Club because the lead of the Breakfast Club is DJ Envy. Um, you got Ebro in the morning. Ebro is the lead, but it's like the other two are more like sidekicks. As opposed to the Breakfast Club, they're a team. And although Envy started before, uh, he started on the station before the other two came on, they're still a team, even though he is, is basically, he's like the host of the three hosts that initiate most of 
the introductions, or all of the introductions, but they all split the interviews equally. So you want to be thinking about that. Um, next thing would be, and by the way, this recording will be available um, probably 30 minutes after we're done, something like that. You can download it from uh, from TalkShoe. But next thing would be um, actually getting the uh, recordings done. Now, how we have standardly been working on this Is oh, it's kind of like how we do our classes now. Basically, you would need a microphone and a computer, okay, and course, a Wi-Fi connection or internet connection, but hello, Gavin Travis, Travis Benjamin. Okay, I didn't recognize your voice, but you sounded slightly yeah. different. Nah, I was just, I was just trying to take your um, my son was getting a haircut, and to hold him down. <laughs> Good for you, brother. That's one of the most precious moments in life, taking your son as a man to the barbershop. That's a beautiful day. As a matter of fact, it's, his, it's, my, it's my brother-in-law at the house, and <laughs> he cuts it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding him down, but he like he feels like he's being attacked. Sorry. So, Sorry. He's, uh, you know, he has... Uh, uh, he's uh, non-verbal. So, uh, he's like screaming out like somebody's hurting him. Like, he's he's very sensitive to the touch. So, he touches hair and stuff like that. And, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, um, what I was just speaking on is the recording portion of of uh, this responsibility. All right, okay. when we when we uh, do classes, we enter in a, into a conference room. So one of the things that I want to make clear is that we want to differentiate if people are calling in. It's okay; they sound like they're on the phone, but which is fine. We want to make sure that the interviewers don't sound like they're on the phone. So for that reason, if it is at all possible, only if it's possible, if it's not possible, we'll do a workaround. But we want to see if we can uh, have a way that there's a microphone, a computer, or a laptop computer, and 
the three of you can meet at a location if that's possible to work out. I mean, you all got to work that out amongst yourself, but you meet at a location and um, just make sure that you do the recording. Now, with a microphone, that can be really tricky because you don't want um, one of those small microphones and I'm not suggesting at all that you spend any money on any microphones. That's I don't. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just explaining that. Um, with microphones, you want to make sure that uh, they're steady, like they have a stand or something, and that they're not like you know the the cheapest thing you can find. You know what I mean? So you got to be pretty careful with how you do with that. Now, how this will work is you will plug up the microphone to the computer, you dial into the number, just like we do on our classes, start the recording. Once the individual enters, do the interview, stop the recording when you're done. It's very simple. It's just setting it up as far as being able to do the actual interview and also scheduling the time to do it. Those are the only issues with that. Now, we've only actually done this a few times, um, but we've done it nonetheless. So, but we've only done it a few times. So I know that it does work. And these are all going to be pre-recorded. So if there are mistakes, they can be left in there, and we will clean them up later. Of course, it would be best to try to be mistake-free, but. If if there's small mistakes, you know, like stumbling over words or something, we can leave that. But if there's something that just is absolutely necessary to be edited, then we'll just have to do that. Unfortunately, that will fall upon me to do the editing because as of right now, I don't know anyone else in the nation that knows how to edit audio. So those are the main things. So we need to... Uh, set up standard delegations of responsibilities in doing this. So delegation number one, well, well, let me say this. This will be up to the three of you to talk among you and figure out uh, who is strongest in what area and feels most confident and secure in what particular area. So we need someone to take the lead on the interviews, uh, as far as introductions and maintaining the, uh, the flow, making sure that the other two parties are uh, equally getting in uh, the time to ask questions or what have you. So we need one individual to take that uh, position. We need scheduling, 
and setups. We need someone that's going to schedule the times for the interviewees to be present and account for. And I forget the third thing that I was going to say. Give me a moment, it'll come back to me. So those are the things thus far. So I'm going to go over these again because um, people came in a little bit later than others. Yeah, I'm, I'm cleaning a client's apartment now, so I'm, I'm going to go on mute a little bit, um, but I'm here. Okay. Okay. Oh, I know. The third thing is, uh, oh, man, so tip of my tongue. Commercials, advertising, and sign-on, sign-offs. So the third individual will be responsible. I guess this kind of can go with the scheduling of interviews and stuff, but I'm just making it clear as a third thing that needs to happen. Well, no. No, that's not right. All right, let me start over. Number one, we need someone to take the lead during the interviews. Number two, we need someone to be chiefly in charge of scheduling. The scheduling would include during, excuse me one moment. Scheduling would include during interviews and during commercials and things like that. The third part would be the social media. And this responsibility would, would deal with, of course, doing things like sending out Facebook alerts or Twitter alerts. Now, this is would not be done through your personal accounts. Uh, we have a Facebook account for the radio. We do have someone that's in charge of it, which is uh, one of our brothers, the Minister of Communications, Ox Bernard. His consort is in charge of that Facebook. But we have a Twitter account that no one is overseeing. It doesn't even have any followers, or I don't even think it's following anybody yet. So that would be definitely the responsibility of someone who is presently here. And um, whatever other, we don't have like Instagram, or I don't even know whatever other stuff they might have, but. All I know is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So if there's anything else other than that, I'm not familiar. I don't really keep up with that stuff. But basically, we need someone 
that's a social media uh, presence or director, someone that's doing the scheduling, interviews, and scheduling of um, radio and TV commercials, well, radio commercials and advertising, and someone to take the lead of the actual interview, making sure that everybody has a uh, fair time. Everybody's time is divided equally as to whom is able to ask questions and respond to questions and make sure that it's all done orderly. Those are the foundations of for how we would run it. Now, the other thing that I was speaking on is we don't want to use the actual uh, given names or operating names that we use in the daily public. You don't want to create stalkers or fanatics that might put your life in danger. The second thing was um, the three of you coming up with an idea for what you might want to call yourselves as a group um, doing this. And that will be all that we need to cover for today so that everybody can comprehend those things. So all we got to do is work out this issue of how we can get the recordings done and where and when we could do it. The when would be probably one or two set-aside days that are conducive to everyone's schedule. Um, and the where, you know, would be up to everyone to decide what would be the essential location everyone could meet at. Even if it's a coffee house, I don't know, whatever you all think is best. It probably wouldn't be best to do it in public like that, but I'm just mentioning it. So hopefully you all can see the few things that we should be able to hash out today. I mean, other than the names and all of that, I mean, you can just do that in your own time. But we need to get this thing undergo very soon because we're trying to launch on December 7th. Okay. Now, whenever you're doing radio, if you notice, you always want to lead in with call letters or station identifications. So let me think of a, a quick title. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just going to say T3 because there's a friend of mine named, well, he was in Asian slums. There was named Trace. Okay, like T3. Now, now watch. If the, if the group is called T3, We'll be like, um, you close our interview. This is T3 Soul Science Radio signing off. Something like that. Those types of things. I can't actually think of a good enough one right now, but hopefully you get what I'm trying to say. When you come in, you, make, you do the uh, station's identification. 
when you sign off, you do the station identification, those types of things. And um, other than that, you just want to be prepared, of course. You want to review the artists or whoever they may be, artists or whatever, business people, whoever they may be. You want to review their history, their bio, take a listen to their music or whatever it is they do so that you're familiar with it, formulate enough questions that you can do a minimum of a 10-minute interview. So we want to get at least 10 minutes out of everyone. There will be some standard questions that you'll have, of course, that will be possibly asked to every individual artist, but you want to be creative. You don't want to ask them the same way or, you know, you just got to be creative and make sure that you're not redundant. But those are the basic things. So I will yield uh, for Octavon to uh, address anything, whatever is on your mind, sir. Okay. Um, shalom. When, when, we have this, when we have this interview, how long should we um, – I know you said 10 minutes each – how long should we um, have this interview for? I mean, for the, the for everything, should it be um, like a half hour tops, or forty five minutes, or to an hour? When you say everything, you mean yeah, um, interview interviewing the guests. Like we have a we we, we um we have the guests. And um, we are telling the audience about the guests, and now uh, we're starting to ask questions. Um, should we um, conduct this whole interview for 45 minutes, or a half hour, or 45 minutes, or to an hour? Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. All right, let me rephrase it. Um, let me amend what I was saying before. Make it a minimum of five minutes, a maximum of 15 minutes for uh, artists that are not popular or even business individuals or whomever is not popular. Minimum of five minutes, maximum of 15 minutes. For others that might be popular or have some kind of popularity, let's say minimum of 15 minutes, maximum of 30 minutes. Now, that might seem a lot, like a lot, but you want to stick around the minimum time frame and not the maximum time frame. So if you're interviewing someone that's more popular, you want to stick around the 15-minute margin. If you go 20 minutes, fine. You don't want to have to go to 30 minutes. Now, unless they're like, you know, Madonna, you know, or Nicki Minaj, well, we're not going to have that tramp on there, but excuse my language. But, uh, um, 
I, I'm saying, forgive me for what I just said. I don't mean any disrespect to her, but her image is trashy. So, you know, um, but my point is, if it was somebody like that, Jay-Z or Beyonce, you know, of course you want to get as much as you can out of them. But, you know, you got to use your discretion. So, if you are interviewing somebody that that's pop that that is that popular, and it's just a really good interview, I mean, then go as long as you feel you need, even if it's an hour. Now, obviously, you're not gonna do a two-hour interview, but if it's ninety minutes or whatever, I mean, whatever it is, just use your discretion. As long as it's a good interview. When it's somebody that is popular, only when it's somebody that's popular are you going to invest that kind of time. So hopefully that made sense. Now, the other thing is, because we're limited on time, you probably want to schedule more than one interview per uh, session. You might want to schedule three of them for a 10-minute five to ten minutes apiece or, you know, with the goal of a maximum of 15 minutes for each interview for someone that is not popular. Now, of course, if you get uh, somebody like, uh, which will be one of our targets, KRS-One, if you were to get him, I mean, we would be doing a minimum of 15 minutes, but you know, if you go considerably longer, fine. You would want to just do that particular interview on the day that you schedule it because you know you're going to be taking a lot of time to get the goods out of this individual. But if you just have a, a couple of unknown, unheard of people, you can probably do about three of them at 15 minutes apiece, that would equal 45 minutes. Sit down time, you're talking about maybe an hour and a half of your time, an hour and a half to two hours of your day, and, you know, let that be that. Because we don't want to spend too much time taking away from your life already, because I know everyone is busy, but... We want to get as many in as we can. Now, from that point, we would chop them up and separate the days that they air. Hopefully that answers that, brother. Yes. Thanks, sir. No problem. Uh, one more thing. So when we are, in, like, um, when we come up with a name for us three, the group, you should always, as you, you know, for example, Soul Stop Radio signing in. That's how we should start. Always start. Um, maybe not like that exactly, but you know, you do want to, uh, you know, you do want to acknowledge it some okay. kind of way. So it would be like. I'm thinking of the Breakfast Club. Uh, like every time, Breakfast Club Envy is like, morning, everybody. I'm DJ Envy. 
This is the Breakfast Club. He doesn't call the call letters or the station identification, but I believe he's probably supposed to. Um, he just doesn't do it. Now, he's been there a while, so they probably give him the leeway not to do it. But it would be like it's the Breakfast Club 105.9 FM or Power 105. So with us, it would be like the Breakfast Club, Soul Science Radio. You see, that would be how you would open and you would close just saying, you know, thank you for being here and whatever. Sign off, Soul Science Radio. Something like that. But All those right, so, things are mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry about that. So just be oh. creative with it and um, yeah. just let it flow naturally. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Shalom. Shalom. Um, all right, Gavin, what is on your mind? Shalom, everybody. Um, so I know I came in a little bit like 10 minutes late, so I was just wondering, um, did you speak on the, the idea of, I know you were saying we're supposed to be recording it on the, on a laptop, maybe on a, on a computer when we do, when we're doing these interviews or we're going to do it through the call-in as a call-in line and then have the interview, have the interviewee, the person we're interviewing call in on that line too or is it some, some other way being done yeah it will be um on the call in line or conference line okay and how you would do it is contingent upon what you can do so if you are if between the three of you if you have access to a microphone fine i'm saying it's not about spending any money. No, definitely not. But um, if you have access to a laptop, fine. Uh, if you don't, we got to figure out how we can get it done. So I got uh, I, I got two laptops. So you know, either one I could bring out there. One of them is my okay. business laptop, so I, I can use that. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Um, let me see. Um, so, oh yeah. So the uh, the editing with the music in the background playing during the interludes or the you know um, times when we're gonna exit. Uh, the music in the background, you're going to, you're going to edit that in and out. Basically after the fact we do the actual, uh, vocals for interviews basically, right? Yeah. The station is, is, is automated. There's an auto DJ. So basically we just plug in your, whatever you're doing. And then once it's coming in, it'll fade out music and call letters and all, um, you know, if it's, necessary or commercial you might be coming in after commercial or something so it'll do that automated oh so if we the queue so there's no cue for us because we're not going to be in a studio to say all right you got you know they're going to be you know somebody's going to whisper in our ear or basically you know through our headset you know uh 
you guys got five minutes to, you know, commercial. And then we got to know once we hear that. You know, we got to go up to a break now. You know, this is a commercial break. The music coming in and out. That's not gonna. It's not gonna be done in that way. It's gonna be basically. You're gonna edit our interviews. How should I say? After the fact, we do the interview. Like you're gonna edit all of that in. Yep. Now, right. I mean, it would be simulated. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, if you're doing a, a 30 minute interview, um, at some point in there, you're gonna say, you know, a halfway point, you're gonna, you know, say, we'll be back. We're gonna take a break. Back after these messages or something like that. Right. But it's simulated. You see, is it's all simulated. So. It's just a pre-recording. It's still it's like you're doing it live because obviously somebody's there. You just got to be mindful of the breaks, if there are breaks. But other than that, you just do it live on the recording, one-take recording. Oh, so we're going to be – once okay, once we call in and we know we got a 30-minute session of interview, um – we we're gonna know what when is it gonna you know when we're gonna take a break like a fifteen minute we already know like okay fifteen minutes in we're gonna take a break so once we agree upon that we say okay it's it, it, once we say we're this is we're gonna be going to break you know uh, we'll be back in a moment while we're live you're gonna bring in the music or is it gonna be done later on like after you get what I'm saying. Yes, sir, I do. Um, no, it's, it's going to be done later. So right, okay, okay. Yes, sir. But we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna vocally say, okay, we're gonna go to a ten minute or whatever, you know, thirty minute break. We'll be right back. And then, well, no, you can say you're going to a break. You know, that's all. Right. You don't tell. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back. We're going on a thirty second break. Watch your clock, everyone. <laughs> nah, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to say, we're going on a break, y'all. All right, we'll be right back. And then basically, we're not really going on a break, is what I'm, you know, as we're recording. We're going to basically go right into the second half of the interview, or is it going to be like, we we all stop for the the time, you know, whatever minutes you set for us to go to break. And then we're going to come right back. Like when we're actually doing it live, you want us to stop within the, you know, uh, in the recording session itself. Uh, we stop and then we break for the 30 seconds, whatever, one minute live, while we're live on the air. And then we say, okay, we're back after the 30 seconds is up or we're going to, or we're going to be queued in uh, like at a later date. I, you know, I'm trying to figure that out. Like, since we're not going to be in a studio. Uh, you just stop. You know, we're going to break. Pause about 10 seconds. Come back in. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes in a studio, you know, recording or, you know, live studio, you have uh, people talking actually after when the break goes and they, you know, while you're in the studio, you, you, you cue in the music. And uh, we could actually talk to each other, like you know, you know, like with, if it was KRS One, we could start talking to him on, you know, on on a sidebar or whatever, 
you know, you all right? You know, everything is good. You know, hey, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We can't do all of that is what I'm saying during our little 10-second break. I mean, you can, yeah. You can. Okay. Because okay. later mean, you're going to edit that anyway. Yeah, I mean, we might leave it in there part as part of it, but okay. um, yeah, but you can do it. I mean, it's the exact same thing as if you were in the studio, you're just doing it pre-recorded and you're simulating it. Right. And this goes on, actually, this goes on a lot more than you may realize because whenever they don't show you this, um, a lot of the stuff that you're listening to is pre-recorded. Yeah. So, yeah, it goes on a lot, but, uh, you know. Um, That's why some people, when they when they call into the station, they're like, turn your radio down, turn your radio down. Yeah. It echoes back at the station through us. And you can hear them saying it like you could, like three, it's like, I don't know, I don't know what that machine is called, but it's almost like a, almost five to seven second delay. You could actually hear the person say it again mm-hmm. when, you know, I don't know what that button is called, but because they, they could edit it. You could edit if somebody's going to curse before it even hit the air. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, sir. Or are they going to say yes. some foul, you know, something derogative? Yes, sir. You know, in this situation, because it's pre-recorded, if they say something foul, then, you know, we can take it right out. Right. Now, in the near future, we will be moving towards um, opening up actual physical locations. Cause nice. We're doing this. The brother, we got the brother in the UK. He he used to be on. He used to run a pirate radio station in the UK. Oh and yeah. He described it to me, yeah, he described it to me today, and how they had a little apartment and right. had, you know, all the stuff set up like. And they would do live DJ sets and be live on on Pirate right, Radio. Right. So he's going to be doing uh, his thing. And we, you see, with this technology now, we can set up live DJ sets, right? Live interviews from anywhere on the planet, right? Now we're doing these pre recordings before mm-hmm. we go to that live stuff. Because we want to get the the reps in, and we want to get people polished. Right. The only reason we're doing it. Plus, you have to go through the learning curve of learning how to log in. So, like, um, Ema Yaruf, Octi Ruth, um, Brother Bernard, and Brother Hakeem, they all know how to log in and go live and do a live set. And they've been doing it, I want to say, probably six months or more. Okay. So they'll go on, they'll lie, they'll log on, they'll play their music. Now we do that through the campus radio, um, which is like our testing ground for this, for them. Right. So, Ema is going to be moving to an actual uh, live uh, club. Okay. She's going to be moving here, so she's going to be doing poetry nights and stuff, and we're going to have them do live poetry live on the radio. Right. So she said that a little while ago, but um, we had to we had to learn how to do it. So everyone right. that's going to be on the radio is going to be learning that in the future. So everything you're doing right now is 
the same is just pre-recorded. Right, right. Because that it's funny because um, Anton Janier's uh, brother Anton, you know, he um, he had a studio like that, you know, up in the, in the Bronx. And then we there's another guy that's, you know, that I know he still has a live radio station that he has, but his he's on his local access uh, in the in the metropolitan area of, in the the borough of the Bronx. So mm-hmm. once he starts driving out of that area. You can't really hear that radio station anymore once you get out of certain frequency later. So I, you know, I know he has. Um, it has to be on the tower, the local radio station that he cues into. So I'm just wondering if um, you're gonna have. You're, you're trying to. You're on a network in a sense of. Uh, was it podcast? Uh, stream streaming live radio. Plus, towers are going to be in local areas where you're going to try to get tower time because that's, I know that's more expensive than the new technology now, the way they do it. No, we're not going to do that because they're, they're tearing those things down anyway. They're, yeah, they're going to get, I mean. <laughs> get rid of uh, FM broadcasting. Um, right. They're shutting those down. So there's no reason to do that. It's going to be all HD, satellite, okay. or Internet. One of those, mm-hmm. and um, right now, because of what the, the new technology for automobiles will be, uh, it's really satellites are going to be uh, almost obsolete because yeah, uh, all the cars, the new cars are, are Wi-Fi and powered. They have their own built-in internet, so the screen, the radio, will have apps. Right. So you just turn on your app on your radio. You can listen to it. So that's the future. Right. Yes, so the, the app that we should have, once it gets to that point, it's, it's not going to say Soul Science Radio. It's going to say whatever you guys are going to name it. No, I was going to say Soul Science Radio. Oh, okay. Like it says it right now. The same app that we have, I don't know if you have a copy of it, but the same app. The only difference is I didn't I didn't download it yet on my phone. I, I need to do that in my laptop. Oh, okay. well, I, I'm working on doing an updated version. So okay, um, you know, but the same thing. I mean, you just can install them in, in automobiles and in what do you call those those pads and, and iPhones and all that, and you can do it that way. That's the future of radio. And mm-hmm. I don't know how soon they're shutting these things down, but they're moving pretty quick. Yeah. And in the public. That's true. Not, that's what's going on with um, iHeartRadio, which is actually Clear Channel. Clear Channel is oh. all FM broadcasts. Okay, well, their other name for Clear Channel is iHeart. So it's the okay. same company. But what they did was they followed Pandora. So right. all their terrestrial FM stations are now all iHeart stations. So uh, what, what they're doing is they're showing you that they're about to shut down FM broadcast. Right. That's why they, they changed from Clear Channel. They even did that with the, uh, with cable. They used to have Music Choice. They shut those down. They're moving on to um, 
to uh, HD and, um, and internet broadcasting. So, That's true. you know, we're right at the we're right at the a good point, a perfect point to do this. And mm. all we got to stick with it. And 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 in all honesty, I had I did uh, some research on this stuff for probably about a year before I even started building it. And right. um, I found out that the internet radio has more subscribers, more listeners mm. by the hundreds of thousands. Mm. By the hundreds of thousands. Wow. The, the regular stations, like I, I did a comparison to Detroit, um, to Detroit's top station. Their station will have like 8,000 followers on Facebook. But you compare it to an internet station, and it'll have like three hundred thousand followers on Facebook. Oh, wow! Or I mean, or likes or whatever that is. You yeah. See, people are tired of listening to that same, just that same program type of stuff for some reason. Yeah. You know, and it's not being said to the public, but the law says that they're about to shut down FM broadcast. That's what the law says. Right. So mm. they started doing it in other countries, mm-hmm. and they're moving slowly but surely across America doing it. Right. So, you know, it's just a matter of time. And they did the same thing, like you said, with the Internet, excuse me, the uh, HD TV, TV system, because in New York, I don't know if they did it in Detroit, but, Last the beginning of 2013, was it beginning of 2000? Either the beginning of 2013 or 14. I forgot. Here in uh, the New York area, they. Um, I'm sorry about that. My computer. Yeah, I'm, I think that they they basically um, if you had like antennas, uh, or if you had the old cable system, you know, and you didn't get the new HD system. Uh, you you weren't able to get local, not even local TV. You know, mm-hmm. ABC, CBS, NBC locally. You know, right. you can't get no, no broadcasting shown. So I understand what you're saying. And uh, a lot of these radio st- I don't know if you're familiar with um, WBAI. It's uh, Pacifica Radio Station. No. Pacifica is like started in Cali and then in New York. The mother station is Pacifica, but the local station here is called, well, Metropolitan is um, WBAI. And um, they do all day, every day um, access news. And um, it's, it's, it's what you call it. What's the name? Uh, It's sponsored by the public, basically. It's, you know, public access, like public access, PBS radio TV station, but it's a radio station in that sense where they always asking for, they always having drives, you know, like M, it's almost like NPR. Uh, if you're familiar with NPR radio, uh, radio station. Yeah. It's the same thing. So, you know, they basically, they've been saying that for the last couple of years, like they, they're trying to get rid of us, you know, cause they're, they're, straight up everyday information that is like you could never find on a regular radio station or a regular TV news cast broadcast will never tell you certain things that they'll come up with, you know, and do research on and to give you the real inside information. You know what I mean? Um, 
or they'll interview people who are considered to be almost like conspiracists in America, you know what I mean? But um, I was just wondering, is it is it going to get to the level where we could have um, different segments, you know, of, of uh, different programs that's broken into segments of the day? Or is it going to just going to be you trying to just stick with the music side of uh, interviews and broadcasting, um, uh, interviewing people who are, you know, in the entertainment world and all of that? One moment. Yeah, schedule right now. Um, we got one guy. We got two contributing mixologists. One okay. is uh, Isakarite Mexican brother. Okay. Um, named Mario Taz. He's not in the nation or anything. He's just a DJ. Okay. Um, so he has a segment. Bernard has a segment. Um. Chris King has a segment from the UK. So it's, it's scheduled. There's all schedules for people to actually be on the air. So we're going to move from, um, we just do, this is the preliminary work that we need to get there. The process now, we're putting in the foundational work. Then we're going to spread this thing out and really have some uh, uh, power. Excuse me one moment. I, I'm having a little bit of pain. Um, like, basically, Clear Channel goes all the way. There's, there's only Clear Channel and Radio 1. Radio 1 is Kathy Hughes. So she controls, she predominantly controls Negro Radio. Uh, well, Actually, no, let me rephrase this. She controls some Negro radio. Clear Channel goes all the way back to Rome. They're controlled by Vatican City um, to some greater or lesser degree. So those are the only existing radio forces that in, that actually exist in America, and most people don't know that. Now, there are smaller, um, real small, low-wattage stations, which is basically what I did here, set up a low wattage station, but um, that was just temporary. And these smaller Negro-owned low wattage uh, towers and stuff, you know, they're, they're few and far between. So there's only Kathy Hughes, Radio 1, and Clear Channel, which is Vatican City. Now, what we're moving into is you can actually – well, this is part of the plan. So I haven't really talked about this outside of, you know, this is my first time talking about this outside of everybody else, but we're going to slowly but surely start buying up these FM and, and AM radio stations and converting them. You know, right. now that's part of the plan because there are a number of them on sale, for sale. People that are trying, because they're all abandoning the business because they know what's coming, and they're, like, trying to jump out of it, and they can't survive. You know, they can't survive and compete in radio 
They know they got to get out of it. So there's more radio stations up for sale than ever before. And then iHeart has been buying up a lot of them, but Kathy Hughes is not. So, you know, it's so wide open that it's a good time to take advantage of this. And if you know how to build a name, which I come from um, advertising, um, music, television background, I know how to promote and advertise. And once you know that, that's what's going to set us aside from everyone else because anybody can can just go on the Internet and say, hey, I can do an Internet radio station. Yeah, okay. But do you actually know how to do an actual radio station? Not some little broadcast you do from your bedroom, but an actual station. So that's the near future. And if we grow like I think we're going to grow, um, it should be sooner than later that we'll be doing that. Well, I guess I asked because um, I was wondering if we could, you know, if if there's room in the near future to to open up a a segment, uh, like a health segment, you know what I mean? A program dealing with just talking, you know, having people come on and talk, interviews, you know, professionals, or or career, you know, a segment dealing with financial wealth, you know, health and wellness. Uh, of course. Sort of thing. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is this is actually radio. Like whatever else you would see, we have the opportunity to do that, but. The problem is, number one, the people got to be trained. Right. You see what I'm saying? And trained on how to do the broadcasting. Right. Like, if you go to radio broadcasting school, they teach you, because I had a former, uh, I don't want to say, well, I had a former concubine that went to broadcasting school. Uh And she taught me. Uh, she taught me basically week by week everything that they learned. And right. to be very happy with you, what they learned is diction and how to punch a few buttons. That's what right. they teach you in broadcasting school. So likewise, we have to do the same, which we don't really have to worry about the diction so much because the three of you have some of the best diction that I've heard from any of our people. That's one reason why I could hear. I was like, these these three sound like they're already on the radio. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's one reason. But the other thing is, you, you the three of you have genuine love for music and art forms, business, and other things. So all of that can come into play, which will make the learning curve easier. But right. just going through how to broadcast because it's, right. it's not difficult. It's not difficult, but like I'm saying to you, they meet every Thursday and they go on and practice every Thursday and they've been doing that for about six months. And right, they right, are right. actually active, you see, and that's, they're, they're going on live. And I, that's what I mean. They're going on live and they've been practicing for at least six months. So with this, what I realized is we could do it pre-recorded, 
chop it up and make it seem like it's live. Right. And then the learning curve is still there, but it's going to be more expedient because the public doesn't have to know that the people are learning because it's pre-recorded. Right. You see, so the only thing that's stopping us is making this thing move smoothly, like an assembly line, everybody playing their part. Um, so we have sales department, um, promotions department, um, on-air personalities, that kind of thing. That's the only thing that, that we're, we're just doing step-by-step, making sure we get this thing locked into where people are operating proficiently. Because it, because in my mind, I was also a, cleric, a clerical worker, so when I was trained in clerical work, my mind operates like with precision and with accuracy. Right. So you can't play with people's record. I used to work at Blue Cross Blue Shield right. in human resources. Right. So right. I was the one in charge of. I was in charge of um, raises, uh, firings. I didn't do do them myself, but I was in charge of processing them. Right. I, I just I knew everybody's personal info, and you really have to be precise. You don't want to mix people's records up. Then you have to be orderly. You know, so all of that is like inbreded in me because I had partial military training from the elders and I had clerical training. So order is very important to me. Now, I can see where once it starts moving smoothly and we get our reps in, that's all we really need to do. Success and the uh, the, the fruits of the success are right around the corner. Right. So that's what we're doing. I, I uh before I, I uh before I, before I finish, I wanted to say that um yeah, I had a couple of you know a lot of my friends keep telling me, oh, <laughs> I should be a comedian or something like that because I always like naturally come up with things in my head off the top without even thinking too hard about what I'm going to say to make it funny. But, you know, um, also another good friend of mine, he said, yo, you should go on to talk radio, man, because you're good at questioning and your diction is there, you know. So it's funny that you said that about me <laughs> and, and Trevon and, and Anisha, you picked us out of everyone, you know, in the nation so far. Hey, man, I mean, it's, if it's not obvious with the three of you, I don't know what he is. <laughs> Listen, Sister Tora heard Sister Nisha speaking for the first time. And I, I'm watching her. I was watching her when she first heard her speak. She right. sat up at attention. She, right. she literally sat up at attention. And she was paying close attention because she heard something different in this sister's voice. Right. I mean, it's there. So, right. I mean, listen, the sky's the limit of what we can do when we're unified and orderly and moving in one direction. You know what right. I mean? Of course, now, we, we talked to, we had talked to, um, actually, I have a physician, mm-hmm. a holistic physician that right. I I talked to. 2013. Okay. Who 
is was going to do health stuff for the TV network. Health okay. breaks. Right, right, right. But look, that's before you came in. That's before. That's actually before Aki Roof really got um, really involved in her doctoral program. So, mm. and and Sister Tora, my consort, she used to do on a blog talk mm-hmm. some little health little thing, health tips. That's what she used to do. All health right. Tips. Okay. Now. Of course, we can do. There are time slots for that that we can schedule. Like, right. you know, we can do the hour or whatever, whenever we want. We okay. control it. You see, now the only I thing got... that I, that's my concern is one, the dedication, and the preparation and the efficiency. That's what that's what my concerns are. You know, right. so long as that is there. And people are orderly, and everything is in order. Then we can move to that and and put you in the slot and, and go for it. Right. Now I had a lot of night ideas. You know, I mean, what am I saying? <laughs> Thinking too much. Uh, I I um, what do you call it? Um, well, yeah. I mean, when it comes to the health side of things, I'm I'm li- I'm living the life in a sense. And I did a lot, I've been doing a lot of research for the last 10, mostly all of my life, because I love my three main interests, just to let you know about me personally, my background, is the alternative health and wellness and, um, you know, what do you call it, um, instead, of tr- instead of treatment, prevention, you know, health prevention versus treatment. So I'm very big in that. And also, um, you know, I'm living the life now, I should say. And, um, you know, I'm ever learning, per se. But anyway, uh, that's a a degree of knowledge I want to really live, you know, that's what I live for. And the music industry or, you know, production of movies, soundtracks, uh, even this, you know, this this opportunity right here, I think, will definitely also help my career. And and this is what I really, out of everything, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, if I could stay in a room all night just cranking out beats, that's what I would do. You know, and I, you know, out of all of the jobs or all of the careers I would get into, you know, just for the love and the passion of music. Um, and my third thing is um, design, you know, construction. Cause that's what I do every day now. I was like, and I'm an, uh, I'm an inspector for the the government, as in a, in a sense, because I work for the VA uh, through a contractor who hired me independently um, to do inspections, like on a construction site that's taking place. You know, the progress reports. So I'm like a quality assurance, quality. Um, you know, making sure everything is good on 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 the sites, job sites, and everything. But, you know, design and construction, I've studied, you know, I went to school for it, uh, still going to school for it. But anyway, those are my three designated passions, just to let you know, you know, in the future, if you, if, you know, for the nation, if there's any help needed or volunteering in those industries, you know, I'm on the ground, I'm I'm, I'm ready. You know, and, I, and as you know, I'm a, I got a military background, I served four years in the service, so. 
understand structure and order very well. So production, you know, um, the layers of just building a person's character and uh, the discipline of um, executing and planning before executing. I'm in it. I'm all for that. So, but I'll yield. Well, let me ask you this. Would you be interested in helping us on these? See, we have a TV network coming after the radio. Okay. Would you be interested in helping us on the TV? Because, look, um, the the future of what we're doing, uh, let me just make sure that you all really get this, because mm-hmm. you got to Tone Network is coming after we launched this radio. Okay. Tone Network is basically like Netflix. Right. Okay, so if you if you have Netflix or Hulu or any of those things, right. that's what Tone Network is. Now, I have video um, that I shot over a year ago. I guess uh-huh. it was almost two, a year and a half ago. When we went to Detroit, when all the brothers went to Detroit on the Habaru, and I debuted the network to them. Um, so they all saw the network. Now, okay. it's just like Netflix. Uh-huh. But it's just us. So that Netflix has original programming. Right. We can have no programming. Which right. means we will be shooting our, because this is, see, this is my, my aspirations of my youth, which I never thought, once I said that down, I didn't think I would pick it back up, but I was right. in the music industry, I had record deals, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the Lord gave me a vision when I was 18 years old, and it's like, one of the brothers pointed out, Brother Priest, your vision it's coming to pass now. He just told right. me this last week. <laughs> just, and I was, my God, you're right. right. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it. So I'm saying all I wanted to do was do music, you know, make music. I used to right. be on tour and all that. That was my life. Right, that's right. all I wanted to do. Okay, now... Uh, my passion switched over to video and music. I mean, videos and movies and documentaries. So right. I've been doing documentaries for for about eleven, thir- twelve to thirteen years now, and I've right. been doing them underground. But I I make the DVD movies and put them out. So now we're doing it on TV. We're gonna do it through our own network. It's gonna right. be on your local stations or on your local cable station is going to be like a Netflix. Uh, it's already it's already up. It's just that I haven't released it yet because we, we have a plan that we have to execute and get everybody trained and properly operating. So what's up? guess what? What's up? We'll be shooting movies. We'll be shooting TV shows. Uh, you, you have the outlet. The question is, do you think you can help us now we're doing like in the video, uh, TV show editing portion. I ne- I never did any editing in my life. <laughs> I mean, the only editing I've done is mostly uh, my own, like old school. You know, back in the days when you <laughs> when you get on the, you know, you, you're taping stuff off the radio. 
and you're doing your old school editing. <laughs> you stop and record, press record button, and the play button and stopping it, that sort of thing. You know, I've been in mm. studios when worked with guys who know how to use the machinery. I just use my, I just put my talent in, you know, by I, I, I write, you know, and I, um, and I play percussionary music. So I play the drums. I, you know, like Trevon, brother Trevon's brother, older brother, and me were um, like two flocks of a feather. You know, me and him were, we answered to each other when we used to play. You know, I, I was in the drum corps, so we used to play, you know, he used to play the quads, I played the snare. And we, our chops is still there, you know what I mean? Even though we're in our young 40s now, we still basically got it, you know what I mean? Um, we actually performed the other day. We had like an anniversary for the drum corps, you know, in our church that we grew up in. We played for them and we was, you know, I taped it. But even my my practice, you know, you know, he's like, wow, this guy is still a beast. You know, he's, he was saying that in the background as I was practicing, doing my rudiments, you know, um, Rex, uh, his name is Rex, uh, Trevon's older brother. So he was like, man, he kept putting back the camera to you know, his face. I got, a, you know, my phone. He tasted it was like, this guy's still a beast, you know. But I'm just saying, you know, not, not, not to show off, but I'm just saying, you know, like, <laughs> those things, I, 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 I live and die in my head. I'm making beats every day, even though I was in other industries. Sometimes I'm not even focused at work because I'm there in my mind thinking of, different sounds and beats and creating soundtracks for, you know, documentaries and movies that I would love to produce, you know? So if I could co-produce with someone behind a movie or just dealing with the soundtracks all day, I would love to do that. Cause I have other people who are right that I've, I'm helping writing for right now, you know, like a ghostwriter for them and or co-writing, I should say. Uh, this young lady I know is writing a story and she's good with the, putting the characters to life, you know, making the, the characters come to life. So, you know, she creates all the scenarios and the scenes, you know, of each individual, um, uh, every, I want to say every, uh, every chapter of the book. And, you know, I told her you should just make it into a movie, but I don't want to go off on a tangent, but anyway, um, you know, those, those are the skills I have per se, just my raw talent. I never used, most of the equipment, and that's what, you know, funny to say that uh, Rex, my brother Rex, um, you know, Trevon's biological brother Rex uh, always beat me up and be like, yeah, what are you doing, man? All these years, you should have had a, you know, I told you to keep buying a little, you know, buy a beat machine now, get an ASR later, you know, save you a little money and keep buying a little, you know, because now everything's on Pro Tunes and everybody's downloading, you know, beats. Uh, you know, to the point where, you know, that you don't really need to build a studio anymore physically. You know, everything is on the laptop per se. But, uh, That's true. You know, and I used to, you know, I DJ a little something, something, you know, with the turntables, but that's obsolete now. You know what I mean? Everything is dealing with the, the CDs. And uh, that's the only thing that's, I would say would kill me to, I, I would love, I would love to help you. I mean, if you got a spot for me in what I told you, how, you know, I don't know if I could fit in, but to use the technology is what I'm dying to, um, get my hands on to learn. Cause once I learn it, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a, how will it be the beast that he tells me that I am? 
of your monster in this industry. Because I know music, be- let me tell you, I know what is a hit before it even hits. You know, like, I, I got all these soundtracks in my head of beats from um, 045s that I grew up, you know, playing in the house or just digging in the crates, you know, going to different uh, record stores and buying old songs, you know, different producers and, and, and uh, different um, musicians, you know, from jazz to R&B. And once I hear that beat, I used to, because I used to have a lot of guys that I used to try to produce myself, like these two guys, these two twins. They were good writers and they were good rappers and they were good singers. So we used to try, you know, this is like late 80s, early 90s, and we were like, hey, you know, I'm going to help y'all find a beat. So we used to dig in the crates and find different beats. I found two different beats. You probably know the sounds. You remember Sissy Strut and Ecstasy? Sissy no. Strut goes, okay, Sissy Strut is. I don't know if you ever, you heard. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that. Okay. The name of that, but yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it's called Sissy Strut, and and there's another one, Ecstasy. That Ecstasy to me, oh, man, I don't know if you, I don't know if you uh, remember that know. sound. But anyway, if you go back to one of the Jay Z songs that he did with Biggie Smalls. I had that beat way before they were ready to put to push it to be with these guys. I was like, "This is this is a hit for you guys." I'm telling you, this is the beat right here. You're gonna want to sample, and I sampled it and everything. I went to a friend's had a studio, mini studio at his house. He looped it for me. I brought it back to them, and we never got out with it. They, I don't know, man. It was like every time I gave it a group of people, especially back then, there was just lollygagging, dragging their feet on certain things, and we've never come to fruition. They're like. They're serious, but then they're semi-serious, uh, you know, and it doesn't, something always happens. Every guy's I've dealt with, but even in the military, I had a, a guy that who's, uh, you know, Ghostface, right? Ghostface's uh, cousin. Me and him was good friends in the military, and we we built the whole production, and we was about to get a, um, a deal with um, Tower Records, because we were in Okinawa, Japan for a whole year, you know, when I was in the military. And we used to have guys come in the room doing record. I used to be his A and R guy, and at the same time, I used to write. So I was a, I was actually um, rhyming at that time, and you know, and I was hiding my talent. But I used to sing, you know. I never, you know, I never did it for everybody. But um, I was writing songs in the background. So like, when I get big, okay, then I could come out and start ghostwriting for musicians or maybe sing myself, you know. Because I'm not. I really, I was getting older, and I was. I don't want to do that rap thing. I don't be running around like a rabbit on stage. You know, being somebody's monkey for next four or five year contract, ten years, and then you know, be a thirty year old and and then can't fall back on anything. You know, I always wanted to be behind the scenes when I got older. You know what I mean? But um, it didn't work out because he, you know, long story short, the tower records fell through because he was just a schemer, man. He was a <laughs> a true New York a schemer, bro. <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, you know, I just I I I'm ready to bust with what I got in my head and my mind and my soul that I want to put out, and um, you know I'm here to do it. I'm just with the grace of God, you know, I'm ready to do it, man. Because I, I see this is my this is where I should be. I'm glad I came into the nation because I see that this may work for me. But um, 
I know talent, you know, and I know music, and I, I I'm good. I got a good ear for sound and what can be produced. Like I said, like I said, Biggie Smalls and 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 you know these guys took that beat and produced it. I guess not them, but their producer who produced it them. You know, uh, picked out that specific track that I had in my head, and then the other one that Sissy Strut that I told you. Remember the Foxy Brown movie yep. that came out in the '90s, late '90s, I think it was, or early 2000s, was it? Oh, late. Oh, I think it was the late I 90s. It, it was the late '90s, not the original one, but she came back with uh, Samuel Jackson. I don't know if you remember that movie. It came out like '95, '96. You talking about Sarah? No, it was Foxy Brown. She came out with another movie with um. It was a it didn't really make the box office smash hit, but it was it was playing for a little while. Mm. Pam Greer was the star of the show. She came back and did it. If you look it up online, you'll see it. Uh, Foxy Brown. She came back and did a new a new version of her old style movies. And um, I think I believe Samuel Jackson was it. But Sissy Strutt was in the beat. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it was one of the soundtracks they used. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, well, wait, 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 wait. when I came in, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> I got to do this, man. I got to do this. You know, I can beat myself up. But well, I guess you I guess you know my spirit because you're in the, you know, you know you've done it, the music side of things, and you see where I'm coming from. I do, and and the point of it all is um, patience is a virtue, and we will we will get there, you know. Because listen, my teacher was um, my teacher set up a record label and all of that, and told me that in the future that all these popular artists would be coming to us. Mm-hmm. Now. I can see why in a different way because the record label, the major record corporations are breaking down. They're, they're losing business. Um, the right. independence is up, and then power is going back to radio. So right. you know, we're at the right place at the right time, and I can see where, I mean, look, we're going to be interviewing these people. Um, right. The first couple of ones that are going to be popular uh, we're going to build relationships because their lifeline is radio. Like, right. They, I mean, they, they can go out and perform and make money, but they can't be seen or heard unless it's through radio. You know, and now that radio is, is being uh, videoed, you know, again, radio has the power. I need to go to the sister. We only got a little time left. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, no problem. Um, Sister Anisha, anything you want to say? Anything on your mind? Um, forgive me if you hear me rustling and bustling back here. If you just see the amount of clothes that I have to fold, and I'm, mm. I'm down to the last barrel, and then I got to vacuum and mop this floor, and then I'll be out of this apartment. But yes, sir, I have um, a couple of questions and like a little bit of overview of what you said. And 
come to it because I know we have a limited amount of time. Okay. Will this be a morning, afternoon, or evening show? It'll be like... It'll be like it'll be airing in like the afternoon, oh. um, you know. But it doesn't really matter when it airs because we're gonna repeat it anyway. But okay. it, but the standard slot will be like in the daytime is the best way I can say. Right now, um, I'm trying to work out a schedule. So between okay. well, the first two shifts, first shift is shift is five a.m. to uh, ten a.m. Second shift, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So mm. I'm trying to work those two out. And okay. usually, um, even with Gavin just talking about how he, he has comedy things and all that, that might be good for the morning. Now, you don't have to record it at that time, but that might be the time we air it. Mm. Still working on that, though. Okay. And then... The second question is, um, so we're going to be, we are like an interview show, but a, 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 a variety, like a, a mixture of figures from music to political and business entrepreneurs. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Um the other thing was about the stage names. Um, I think we went over that with Emma Yaruth on Sunday. Trayvon picked Trez Nose. Gavin picked Gabby Gav, right? Or Gift to Gav. Which one is it, Gavin? <laughs> it's, it's, Ga it's Gabby Nubian. Gabby Nubian. There we go. And I'm, um, I'm freelance. And Say it again. You who? Say it again. Uh, Trezno, <coughs> Gabby, Newbie, and I'm freelance. Freelance. Oh, okay. Cool. Beautiful. Okay. And I may I, I may change it to um like you said the gift of gab. I don't know. Gift of gab. <laughs> I like that. I don't know why. It's just a thought. And then I was thinking also for the name of the show, since we're going to be like afternoon, I just had three possible things that we can brainstorm or names we could think about. Israelite conscious, Israelite official, or Israelite exclusive. Those are just three names that popped up into my head. Um, okay, Look, stay, away, stay away from anything that's Israelite or Hebrew or anything like that. The reason why I'm saying that, we don't want to put that out there. We don't want to exclude people. And, you know, we don't want this to be related to what we what we do. Like, on the other end, you wouldn't know that Clear Channel is controlled by Vatican City. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're actually additionally combating the the dark side of life as as well. So we have to do it strategically. But just stay away from Israelite Hebrew stuff. Just that's why we don't want to interview anybody like that. I mean I won't say anybody, but if they're racist like them Negroes on the street, hell no. But um just standard stuff, everyday stuff. Go ahead, sister. Okay. And 
I remember you talking about selecting somebody for scheduling interviews and commercials and radio advertising. I, I just wanted to nominate Trev Knowles because I just know that he's good with that, and I guess we'll vote on it later. But what I was also thinking about is when you were talking about the when and where, because Trev actually was able to land um, an interview Sunday with his band that he plays with. And we were going to do it on location at a church where they are performing. Um, I just wanted to let you know about that because we were talking to Ima Yaruth about the IFS form and the writ for the video. If, if, his, um, if the conductor will allow us to videotape the performance. And um, I wanted to also ask about, like, what if we are interviewing a music artist and they have music we want to play, like, in the middle of or right after interviewing them, uh, like, if we want to play it, like, in their presence, like, how we would go about that. Um, because I know Gav said he has, two laptops. I know Trevon has an iPad and I have my phone and I also have a video camera. Um, so I was wondering how we would go about that. And then a, another medium I was wondering if we could use as well was Skype. Like if we could do Skype interviews. Okay. I'll answer, answer the latter first. But I mean, you can do Skype interviews. We have a Skype, uh, Soul Science Radio Skype line. Um, you can do that. I don't I don't know how to do it, so I'm just telling you now. I don't know how to do it. But if you know how to do it, then by all means, um, we can turn that over to whomever to be, well, you all decide. So we can turn that over and be responsible. Now you can you can consult with Minister Lynn, who is a computer administrator. Um, that's what his profession is, his uh, skill and trade is. And he is good at understanding all that, but I don't understand that part. Um, okay. Actually, I forgot the other part of the question. Hold on. Let me see if I can remember. You said that? A music uh, artist got music, and oh, for, yeah. for instance, okay. like Sunday with the interview that Trev, Trev set up, and if the person signs the writ for the video, we would just video. I would, I just, I would videotape the performance because Trev is going to be performing, so he can't videotape or Gavin will videotape it with my video camera. But what if we're sitting down talking to somebody like a, a underground truth music artist? And we want to plug in their music while in the middle of the interview to listen to it. How will we go about that? Okay, that's all done in editing. You don't do that in filming. Okay, so that's all, all editing. All post-production editing. Now, let me explain why so that you understand. <clears throat> Every time you look at a movie, they're not playing the music, obviously, while they're acting out the movie. They put the music underneath the actual film uh, or whatever they film. So it's the same thing. So if you see Eddie Murphy 
uh, yelling at Nick Nolte. You know, you know that you hear music underneath it, but you know that they're not playing the music for the guys that are acting to hear it. That's the same thing. You have to do it that way because the sound from the music will interfere with the um, with the, the speech. So you do them separately. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, all right. Um, the other thing you touched on was leads on interview, like who, who's going to be the lead in interviewing people. I just wanted to suggest, depending on who gets the interview, they choose who they want to be the lead, even if it's themselves. Um, I know, you know, so like Sunday, Trev will figure out who he wants to interview because he's the one that set that up. Um, and that's just a suggestion maybe um, that we could use. And then as well, the same, uh, well, not the same kind of thought process, but I'm thinking behind the whole social media thing, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, LinkedIn. To be very honest, we all are going to have to, like, really play a major part in our online presence and posting material to the Facebook to keep it popping. I don't want to be the only person posting on any social media site. Um, there is also a way where you could, like, set link all of the accounts. You could link Facebook to Google Plus and Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram, and when you post one thing, it just posts to all of them at one time. Um, I did it one time when I was um, hosting my reunion. Um, I have to figure out how I did that, but you can. You can definitely do that, but I, I would like I would like all of us to play an active role in the social media scene and posting on to the actual Facebook. That's just a suggestion I wanted to put out there. And then I I checked my email to see if I got an email response back from you for the email that I sent, um, but I didn't see anything. Um, I was wondering, because remember I was telling you about that brother um, that has, like, over 10 group pages uh, from Facebook to Google Plus to LinkedIn, um, and he has, like, 10,000 people on one side, 2,000, this person, that person. Um, well, I sent that via email. I don't know if you got that email, but this particular gentleman was really interested in the nation. And since the nation, I know we have sites, but we don't have that big of an online presence. And this gentleman, actually, like a year ago, he made me an admin of one of his groups, and um, I was kind of surprised. Um, but he made me an admin of one of the groups a year ago, and I, I um, when he was talking to me, it kind of dawned on me, like, maybe this is the reason why I stood out to him. Maybe I was supposed to introduce him to the nation because he has such a massive online presence with thousands of supposed Hebrews in as members already in his group page. So, um, you know, Ramya has been talking about, you know, the nation, um, Brother Andrews, um, Minister Cedric. Um, so uh, Buchanan, which is the gentleman's name, 
um, he didn't really understand the severity and the seriousness of our nation and what we're doing. So the night before last, I was talking to him, and I was kind of breaking everything down to him that the nation hasn't been established. I don't think you really, you know, he didn't really understand, but I broke it down for him, and it finally clicked, and he was just like, whoa. I was like, yeah, and then that's when it clicked for me. Like, maybe that's why the Most High made me stand out to you. Maybe I was supposed to introduce you to the nation because your online presence is crazy. You've got at least 30,000 people from Facebook and Google Plus alone that you're connected to. So I'm thinking from a network and marketing, even commerce standpoint, for you to be within the nation would be crazy because the amount of people that we could reach um, online would be phenomenal. So I was wondering if I should maybe email Bernard via, well, the university is not up, or who I should basically send that information to um, because I want to make sure I go through the proper lines of communication like you told me before. Um, and if that's even something that you would be interested, a connection you would be interested in pursuing. Well, the, the email went out yesterday morning at 8 a.m. Well, I'm looking at my outbox. So it says it is sent it to you. Um, okay. As far as the details about that, I mean, I, I responded to all, everything you just said in, in that email. I'm going to send okay. it again. Please. Um, ho- hopefully you get it. Now, let me say this. Yes, sir. you got to understand this. People that call themselves Hebrews are no different than people that call themselves Christians. And that means the more of them that you deal with, the more problems you're going to have. Mm. So it's not like, I mean, it's wonderful that their brother has all those people in those groups, but I know that most of them probably don't get along. They probably even arguing all damn day. (laughs) (laughs) Their pronunciation correct and everybody else's is wrong. So there's more problems than what it may seem. Now, it seems like that would be a great idea. I'm not saying it's it's a bad idea. The brother himself, if he's really serious, and if he's really serious about us reasoning together, you know, speaking together, that's one thing. But as far as us going out, this is strictly that he who has an ear, let them hear. And you got to remember this because if they call themselves Hebrews already, they're probably more of a problem than they are going to be useful. Because, listen, our people are destroyed. They're hateful, angry beasts. Mm-hmm. It is better to get somebody that comes from some different walk of life because they can come fresh. Because all the rest of them, and I've been around them all my life, and I have done everything in my power to try to, I always got along with all these different groups. But they never get along with each other. So, yeah. Vince, 
that now it's one thing like I'm saying that individual brother himself that's different but to put us out in the midst of those groups of all those different Hebrews they they, they are not ready for us <laughs> they are I not. know that's right I see it already I mean I see it just just with you know like that Alan Bramwell guy just with him I mean that that speaks volumes alone. So I I I feel you. I feel you. And I I mentioned him in the email, and you know the crazy thing about him. Listen to this. The guy, he he said on now this is recorded. He has a problem. He has issues with the Bible. That's one. He said he studies Hebrew background, Morris, all of this. That's two. He says he had a problem with our online application. And that's a key point. I want you to hear this. (laughs) Now listen to what I'm about to say. Ram y'all called yesterday and said he talked to Alan on the phone. And he told me that Alan said he was going to apply with us. Right. Yeah. Ramya said to me, I didn't say this last night on the call. I mean, yeah, the other night, well, last night on the call. This part I didn't say, or I didn't, and he didn't say. He told Ramya that he had applied. I, I was sitting in front of the screen. I said, Ramya, that is not true. There is no application from this guy. Now, so he lied about it. All right. Was a liar. Uh oh, that's a red flag. <laughs> now, now next, now next, now wait, now it gets deeper. Next, he goes to the contact email. Now, mind you, Thursday he told me he has a problem with our application. He titles it application and sends it under the name of L Haram Abif Haram Abif Malik Bay or Malik Bay. What they it's supposed to be Malik, but it's Malik Bay. So L Haram Abif Malik Bay. So that's who he sent it from. Now he now this is in a sense him trying to deceive me into thinking he's somebody else. But then his 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 email address is Israel Bramwell at Gmail. Okay. So now he's um, Hiram Abiff. That's how you say it. L Hiram Abiff Malik Bay, Israel Bramwell at Gmail dot com. So that's confusion. He's totally confused. Now, the fact that he didn't send it to the application told me that that's mischief making, and that. He he needs some time to grow. And I responded to him via email. Hopefully he got it. And um, that's what I'm saying. This guy went out and slandered us last week and then applies, calls himself applying, but won't follow protocol in, in his application. He oh, sends it oh. to the email. You see? I to so, say that. 
don't even even if he did apply when Ron here said he applied, I was like, well, why did why did you tell him to apply? Like I wouldn't tell him apply. I would tell him beat it because you know, he's online just running his mouth about everything, and he's clearly confused with a lot of stuff that he's posting. So what he does is he goes and he joins different organizations, and then he uses the information like it's his own, and he came to it on his own just so that people will worship and follow him. And that's what I said to him on his thread. I said, you just, I, I mean, you just want to be worshipped. Just keep it funky. You want to be worshipped. You want people to sweat you. You want people to follow you. What what tribal Aboriginal nations is doing, you want to do. You are want to be. I said, so I see you clearly now. I keep you. I, I didn't see it before, but I see you now. So do me a favor. Don't tag me in nothing. Don't put my name in nothing no more. You blocked. And I blocked them. <laughs> so you want to get his own Sabbath? I to apply. <laughs> Okay. Well, he had me so heated, and I know this is the first time you hear this type of tone and intonation <laughs> coming from me. But this dude had me heated online. I was like, "Yo, what you doing?" He took he took Minister Cedric's profile pic and put it on blast, and then put the website on. I was like, "Dude, what are you doing? Are you kidding me?" Who he wants his own. He wants his own Sabbath. Yeah, yes. And then this girl was like, oh, some people just don't want the truth. I said, excuse me? <laughs> I gave her about, I told, I told you on that, um, on the fellowship last week, I gave them both, like, several minds. And I said, after this, this I just, I can't deal with him because you're going to keep taking me out of my character, a place I don't want to be in, and you're full of it. And I don't want to keep having to call you on it. This dude is a, he's, he's a, he's, He's something else. He's something else. That's all I'm going to say. He's something else. Okay, multiply that times 30,000. That's my point. (laughs) 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 Look, look. First of all, no matter what they say, this is the honest to God truth. In my lifetime, I've been in this thing 29 years. I've been Hebrew. All right? The majority of them, I'm going, I'm telling the truth from my life experience, are hateful, arrogant, haughty, jealous, and envious when they come from Hebrew Israelite background. Now, what I'm saying is Hebrew Israelites really are not Hebrews. They're really just those guys on the street. We're Israelites of the Hebrew faith. That's the difference. Real Hebrew Israelites are those guys on the street who stole that from um, Ben Ami because Ben Ami started calling them, started calling us African Hebrew Israelites, and they stole the Hebrew Israelite part. Okay, now they are the most arrogant, hateful people I have ever met in my life, and they are jealous, envious, slanderous people. We don't want to be involved with always having to defend what we do to keep our name clean. So we need to move in silence. We need to be that thief in the night. This is what the scriptures are talking about. Be the thief in the night because you're coming 
to steal the souls back to where they belong, but we're doing it in silence and we're moving in silence and we're moving undetected. That's the reason why we do it this way. So the people, by the time they realize who it is behind this, it's going to be too late for them to do anything about it. And can you imagine once we finish, and I'm talking about in the next six months or less, once we really get this thing where the TV and the radio are popping, can you imagine if somebody came against us then where we could put them on TV and blast them to the high heaven and tell the truth about them, like this Adam guy, Allen guy? We could put him on a TV show and put this in everybody's homes across the earth? <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be able to compete with that. We could really expose people and destroy them through media control. Right. And I don't mean malicious with malicious intent. I mean with truth. This is what they did to us. This is our response. They, like like what he did, he want to blast us on Facebook. Okay, how about we blast you? How about we take what you did and show that to show that to people in their homes on their TV sets? See, right. the Lord has given us this power for a reason. This is for a reason, and we got to use it wisely. Now we're not here to slander people, but we have to defend ourselves. Now you get us mixed up with them thirty thousand Hebrews. Every day we'll be having to defend ourselves, so we got we got to be mindful of that. But the brother that you're talking about, something tells me that there's something with him that may be that may come of it. But you know, we just got to let that play out. I actually have to get off this line. Um, are either one are, are either of you available um, tomorrow? At this, well, are you are you, anybody available tomorrow? I'm available all day, and I, I definitely need to talk to you about that that other thing. Yeah, I know, sister. I was actually going to try to catch you after this class, but um, oh boy, the way my day is going, oh boy. But it's all right. We'll get we'll get to it. It it'll it'll happen in time. Well, it's a priority, so, you know, that's a very serious priority. It's just that, just understand, like, I I haven't been sleeping properly, so um, I've been falling asleep in the daytime. So I'm up all night at all hours of the night doing work, and that's really an issue because I'll be doing something in the middle of the day that I have to sleep for about an hour or two. And it's wow. usually during times where it is best for me to make a phone call, but I can't. I couldn't do it today. And then the phones are ringing all day. So then it won't oh, let wow. me sleep. So I'm struggling with that. And, you know, people will not let me sleep. They will not let me rest. They will call me trusted. And if I'm not careful... You know, there's people on the other side of the earth that call us and they think it's afternoon or it's like <laughs> morning. So, yeah. Anyway, um, Brother Trevine, what is your time availability for tomorrow? Um, I'll be, I'll, yeah, I will be available tomorrow, three, three o'clock Eastern time. Three o'clock Eastern, okay. 
Brother Gary, what is your available? I can, do the, I, I can do the same hour, three o'clock. I can get because I get off at that around that time from work. Okay. So three p.m. I'm, I'm uh, right. I concur. All right. Uh, hopefully, I will be in the not in the comatose stage. So. <laughs> 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 Today, I'm telling you, it's like I'll be working 18, 20, 22 hours. If it's not classes, it's websites, it's whatever. Wow. I'm working, like, consistently for this nation, and mm-hmm. I have to. I'm working on the radio. I'm working on the TV. I got to do the, the university maintenance. I got to answer emails. You know, I got to take phone calls, return, and that's all day long, mm-hmm. you know, so, do you need a secondary? Stuff, so, you, know. you need an assistant, Brother Freeze? I mean, God knows, yeah, but, you know, the stuff that I need assistance in, no one else can do. You, want me to fly? <laughs> you can fly me in, man. I'll come over there, man, and get it popping. <laughs> I wish I could, <laughs> but, you know, I need I'm out pay later. Right there with Trayvon. <laughs> Fly now, uh, pay later. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Fly now, pay later, right? No, I'm serious, man. I'll be like Wimpy. I'll, I'll, That's true. I'll be like Wimpy. I'll, Work I'll today know, or pay tomorrow. tomorrow you a Benjamin. You can do all the stuff I'm doing with Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't like I can't say, you know. I need help on this website. I need help on this uh, TV uh, network. I need help on you know. I, I, those are the and things I, I'm really helping. The funny, so, the funny thing is, I know people who who are in this, who are who are trying to get. This is what they love too, and they're trying to get big into this information. You know, not information in that field. You know, I know somebody does web web designing, and he does um. He's doing editing for movies and stuff like that. He could do, you know, cartoons and stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. Man. Well, you know, in due time, it'll work itself out. Until then, I will ride it all the way through. And I'm <laughs> determined to not die before it gets completed. I'm determined. <laughs> you know, only the Lord is the best to know us, but listen. I'm giving my entire life to these people that are dead, and I'm giving my life to the the raising of this nation. I literally give my life. I even set aside my own business to do this. That's the truth. But it has to be done, and it's going to get done, and I'll relax later. So let me hear you 3 p.m. Eastern. Praise the Lord. I'll see you all at that time tomorrow. All right. Shalom. 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 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.